the Proverbs of Solomon from LetGodBeTrue.com Proverbs chapter 17 and verse 16. Wherefore is there a price in the hand of a fool to get wisdom, seeing he hath no heart to it? Hear the words of God in Solomon again. Wherefore is there a price in the hand of a fool to get wisdom, seeing he hath no heart to it? Do not play games with wisdom. God has no use for fools, no matter how well they pretend. Wisdom is most precious, and God is offended by those who talk about it, but will not pay the price for it. He will expose and punish pretenders that play games about wisdom. Real seekers of wisdom pay the price for it. They end childish and foolish activities in their lives to learn truth and knowledge. They will do what it takes to get wisdom. They will invest energy and time for it, like a mining company makes heavy investments, seeking gold and silver far beneath the surface of the earth. What is wisdom? It is godly judgment. It is knowing the right response to any situation. Wisdom is knowing the solutions to dilemmas or where to find those solutions. Wisdom is the knowledge and understanding of the living and true God and a complete worldview based on the Bible. Fools pretend to want wisdom, for it makes them look good. They may attend church, carry a Bible, give a few bucks, ask questions, compliment the preacher, and maybe even buy a religious book from time to time. But they have no real heart for true learning, for the needed correction and instruction in their lives. Fools are totally content in their little fantasy world, trusting their own imaginations and doing their own things. They let their friends, school, movies, and the news media form their opinions. Can you prove you are any different? Do you have a heart for wisdom? Truth and wisdom are not rights. God owes them to no man, and he only gives them to some men. He will not give them to fools. In fact, God will take from fools the little truth they think they have. Jesus called them dogs and pigs and warned his followers not to waste any effort or time on them. You can read this in Matthew 7 and verse 6. Hard to believe? Believe it. The visible universe proves God's existence. When men reject that knowledge, he turns them over to insane ideas and actions. He loves to blind and confuse men when they reject the truth he offers. Read God's mocking of Egypt's wise men and idolaters in Isaiah chapter 19 and chapter 44. He may even send lying spirits to deceive men for their arrogant ignorance. Fools want to tell their own opinions. They have no pleasure in learning. They want to teach. They want to prove that reasoning in a circle from nothing leads to something their own preconceived ideas. The greatest collection ever of such fools occurred in Athens with the development of Greek philosophy, where Paul tried to warn them against their superstitious babblings in Acts chapter 17. Of course, fools make a show of wanting knowledge, truth, and wisdom. They bring, as it were, a payment for these things. But the wise God who sees the deepest motives and thoughts of the human heart, cuts them off completely. Though they may attend public preaching or teaching, he knows their intentions are false. So he may even deceive their teacher 
to lead them into greater error. Give God the glory. Wisdom is only for those who go all out for it, who buy it at any price and will not sell it. Fools and scorners are to be cut off from knowledge and truth. Ministers are even told in the Bible to avoid and reject them and their questions. Paul prayed to be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men that did not have faith. And he praised the noble Bereans for their zeal for the truth. He warned men not to despise prophesyings, for they should love preaching instead. The Jews under Ezra in Nehemiah chapter 8 are the best example of coming with a sincere heart. It is a great description of a wonderful preaching service and the proper response to learning truth and wisdom. You live in the perilous times of the last days. Most Christians today have a form of godliness, but there is no power or authority in it. They attend services and listen to teachers, but they resent doctrinal sermons. They are ever learning, but they never find truth. They may pay a small price, but they have no real heart for wisdom. They prefer a praise band and a testimony by an NFL player than hearing God's word read distinctly with the correct interpretation given. The women would rather travel to a conference of a prophetess flattering them than to hear a man of God command reverencing husbands and condemn defrauding husbands. How eager are you for wisdom and truth? God's wisdom and God's truth. Forget political conspiracies, Austrian monetary theory, Freemasonry, geocentricity, the Nephilim, or alternative medicine. Do you crave knowing more about Christ Jesus the Lord, the way of righteousness? If yes, what sincere efforts will you make for such wisdom today? If you have a Bible in your house but are too busy to read it, you are the fool of this proverb. If you wear a WWJD bracelet, but only attend church once a month, you are the fool of this proverb. If you take the family to church on Sunday, but do not teach them on a daily basis, you are the fool of this proverb. Jesus Christ is Lord of all. He knows you better than you know you. He knows if you truly love wisdom or not. He met many on earth that thought they believed on him or said they believed on him, but he would not waste his time with them. He knew how to drive them away with just a little hard doctrine. Do you crave the sound doctrine of truth and wisdom? Do you desire the fear of the Lord and the knowledge of God? Many more claim to seek the truth than actually do seek it. There are many pretenders, many fools. There are only a few true seekers of God's truth and wisdom. Which are you, a pretender or a seeker? What will you do today to prove to God you truly want His wisdom?